1: I'm Marjorie Punnett. I'm Elizabeth Reese. This is Best of the Nest, the podcast that's all about creating strong, comfortable, beautiful nests that prepare us to fly. And it's October already. Watch, read, listen. I'm so excited about this episode of Watch, Read, Listen. I've got some good stuff. How about you?
0: Oh, yes, I do, too. I've got like a nice little range. I'm happy to be back into television watching again because it's getting dark earlier. I put my children to bed and then I watch episodes of fun Shows, and it's just bringing me some really great joy. It's very nice. it's a good time to be
1: cozy, yeah, it's a really good time to be cozy.
0: I'm all about uh, the cozy. all right you want to start? What are you watching?
1: I watched on Netflix, and I just want to bring this to people's attention. Not surprising, super serious movie called The Wife. It popped up. My algorithm's probably different than your algorithm, <laughs> but it's with Glenn Close, and I couldn't sleep. So honestly, it's like one thirty in the morning. so I'm like, I'm just going to watch a movie. I'm just no. Yeah. So I watched a movie at 1.30. I would
0: never do that. <laughs> well, what would you do? Oh, I would lay there and like visualize sleeping. I literally will count sheep. Like I visualize them in Does a countryside work? leaping yeah. over a fence Sometimes I can get myself into a state where I know that I'm not sleeping, but at least I am kind of hovering in between sleep right. and not sleep, you know, that like really relaxed state that you get into when right. you're like taking an acupuncture nap or having a massage or something. <laughs> so I can sort of get to that point, And then I tell myself, it just doesn't really matter if I'm sleeping or not, as long as I'm resting, that that will be okay. It's, but the idea of like just giving up and turning on a movie, I wouldn't, I would not do that. And I might be just missing out on like, I might as well make this time fun as long as I'm going to be awake. Well, I
1: I think you are doing the right thing. I think I am not. But the concept of me laying in one place and saying, I am resting is impossible. Like you say that and I might like head explodes. Like I can't even visualize myself lying in one place and going, I'm resting. Really? No, I can't even, I can't even.
0: My gosh. This is why I also, you know, I have all these like mats and things like I really have to, I got to Zen it out. So I have all these different things. Like I have, um, an acupressure mat that has all these pokey little um, things on it. Oh my gosh. You got to get one. I keep saying I'm
1: going to and then I don't and I need to. Oh, it's so good.
0: I was just laying on it the other night and I was actually, while I was watching the show, I'm going to talk about it. I was laying there on it. And it feels so good. And then I have my PEMF mat from this company called Healthy Line that it has 25 pounds of crystals in it. And then it has heat and it has pulse electromagnetic frequency. And I'm like, when am I going to get to one of my mats? I mean, Jay comes upstairs. He's like, what mat is she on? What, what, what mat is happening here? That's very funny.
1: I think in life, you're probably doing it right. I will say, though, at 1.30 in the morning, I'm cuddled up in bed, and I'm watching my iPad, and I was a very happy little camper. So
0: I think that's good. Okay, so what did you watch at 1.30 in the morning?
1: Uh, a very serious movie called The Wife, starring Glenn Close. And it I didn't look this up. I'm going to just be honest everybody. Sometimes I do research on the things that I talk about. I've done no research other than I watched the movie, and it stars Glenn Close. And it seems like it was probably a play first. Okay, because it moves at that pace, you know. When they turn plays into movies, you can feel it. It feels yeah. like that very, and not a lot of scene, like not a lot of sets. So it's very dialogue heavy. But Yeah, the that's story, what they
0: do to save money. They yes, like to do that. They, they like tell those. you it's artsy. It's really a money saving move.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, but the movie is about a woman who's a writer, and her husband. So it opens up with I'm going to tell you a lot of this because none of you are going to watch this probably. Okay. But anyway. I'll tell you this much of it. the It opens up with him winning the Nobel Prize for Literature. Great. And then as it unfolds, and they 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 foreshadow this pretty clearly. So I'm not telling you anything you're not going to know. She's been ghostwriting for him
0: for years. Oh, my gosh. It's like a Millie Vanilli situation. <laughs> Blame it on the rain. That's a banger of a song.
1: Okay, I'm just going to...
0: They weren't singing any of it. They were not singing it. Can you believe that still? It's
1: an amazing scandal.
0: I'll sing.
1: I don't really even know what to say about Millie Vanilli because that's so far to left field. I haven't thought about them in 25 years.
0: You went Nobel Prize for Literature. I went Millie Vanilli. Milli Vanilli. That's
1: why we're a good match. Um, <laughs> just so everybody knows, there's going to be a moment in there that's going to sound really weird because Zoom squashes my laughter whenever I laugh loudly. So just fill in that blank that when Elizabeth said Millie Vanilli, I was laughing very loudly. You were laughing. Um, but it's all about, so what it, what it really is about is how women have sublimated themselves to the men that they're married to. Yeah. And how that feels and what that looks like. And so the, the Nobel Prize and her being his ghostwriter, oh, it's just a big metaphor for women in general. So it's a very heavy movie, but I did go to sleep and that was a beautiful thing. So that's what i was watching, And it's it's really well done. Glenn Close is fabulous. I think she was actually nominated for an Oscar for this movie.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder how many of those she has. No, I don't know.
1: I don't think she's ever won, to be honest. Really?
0: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I'm watching something of a decidedly different tone. And it's the new season, the fifth season of Virgin River is out on Netflix. And I love Virgin River so much. It's so great. Now I'm halfway through the season because I watch three episodes at a time because I can't stop myself. Frankly, Marjorie, as we're recording this, just so everyone knows the behind the scenes, it is 741 PM on Saturday night. I'm going to clean the carpet that my dog pooped on, put my children to bed, and then I'm going to watch episodes of Virgin River. You want to know what wild Saturday night at the Rymer's household looks like? Jay's at a football game. And uh, that is how things are going to go for me. Aren't you kind of glad he said a football game? Absolutely, because the other night I was watching Virgin River, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't realize you were still up," and he was like, kind of offended that I wasn't hanging out with him, yeah. you know, because because he's a man and he's needy and you know whatever. And so he was like, "You've what have you? You've been avoiding me in like the secret TV room," and I was like, "I've done that before. I'm, I'm watching Virgin River. Like, what? I I keep watching one more episode. I, what do you want me to do? Go right. sit down there with you? Like what?" Uh, I'm happy. I'm
1: happy, Jay.
0: I'm happy. He's it's so, and it's totally one of those shows that if I'm watching it and he walks into the room, he's like, what, 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 what is happening here? So anyway, that's why I go to the secret room to watch it. Um, But Virgin (laughs) river is just so, so lovely. It's, you know, it's based in like a fictional California, tiny town, um, where, you know, Jack owns the bar and Mel comes to town to be the nurse practitioner. Everybody has a sordid past, but just the right amount of sorted. And then they have like this, they they fall in love, but then it's complicated because somebody else is having his baby, you know? It's yeah, it's a soap great. opera. It's, it a totally soap opera. Oh, it's a nighttime, nighttime soap opera. It's a nighttime oh, soap that. opera with beautiful scenery, like amazingly beautiful scenery. I feel like they have to be shooting this somewhere in Canada and it's just- gorgeous right. and it's fun. And I'm in the 5th season now and I was like it came out months ago and then I was just saving it and waiting for it. And it just makes me happy to watch it and um and I like everything about it. And there's all these like little old ladies in the town that are feisty and fun and cute and it's just great. You know, I may, I feel like I need something like that. Oh, this is good to, for you, Marjorie. Yeah, I think I need this. I really do. And, and you there's can five watch seasons. It, five seasons and watching it on your phone or your iPad Add like or a secret TV room. All of the above are totally acceptable. You do not need like, I mean, it is fun to watch it on an actual TV because the scenery is so stunning, but it is well worth a watch.
1: Okay. That's I think that's I think that's I'm gonna do that. Because wait till you hear my read. Mm. Super serious too. Because I'm in school.
0: I know you need me for some levity.
1: You I need levity. And so what I just finished was. I'll be curious if you've ever heard of this. Um, I only heard of it because my son read it in high school, but it's the graphic novel, Mouse, M-A-U-S.
0: M-A-U-S. No. no.
1: So this is a graphic novel that was done. Oh my God, I've forgotten the year, but like 20, more than 20 years ago.
0: I've never read a graphic novel in my life.
1: Well, your kids are going to probably read them. So you they're
0: into wanna... them already. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. don't have any interest in it. I mean, I it's not like I disrespect the art form, but no. yeah, I don't have any interest in it.
1: And you know what? It's I do think it's really generational. I don't get joy out of reading graphic novels. I don't enjoy the process of it because you read differently, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so for a class we had to read. It's banned book week, and so in October we we're reading a lot of banned books. Just now, recently, there was a teacher who was fired in Texas for assigning this to one of her high school classes because it is a graphic novel by Art Spiegelman who. Interviewed his father about his father's time at Auschwitz. And so it's a graphic novel that works on a lot of really amazing, deep, dark, sad levels, telling the story of Auschwitz, but the characters are mice. So, in terms of being able to tell the story and have some really graphic pictures, you know, the way that it works is you can have these graphic pictures because they're mice and they're not human. And and so, but it's it won the Nobel Prize. No, I'm sorry. It won the Pulitzer Prize. Sorry. Okay. It won the Pulitzer Prize. Um, So really, really interesting. Really, really um, glad that I sort of was, that I read it. And I don't think I, it's not something, because I don't read graphic novels either. So I would never have done it if it were not for class. And I remember my son Campbell was reading it in high school. And I just, I kind of, saw it peripherally, but we never really had a conversation about it. And so he and I have been talking about it now. So, but it is interesting. And I think it's something that if you have kids that are in high school, it should probably be on your radar because it may come up in class. It may be come up in conversation about banned books, but if you've got, you know, middle school or high schoolers, they're going to probably know about Mouse and it's M-A-U-S and it's by, um, the, uh, Art Spiegelman is the writer and the, um, the illustrator.
0: So interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay. I'm reading something of a decidedly different tone again, yet here we go. Um, Okay, so I am just about to start a book for a new book club that we launched on Twin Cities Live. And so I'm going to do a shameless plug for that here.
1: Oh, that's great. I
0: can So um, we had a book club for years and years on Twin Cities Live. It was very fun. But what would happen was I would be recommending a book to people to read. Okay. So it was a little bit like Oprah or Reese's book club Mm. at a much, much smaller and underpaid level where I would (laughs) read books, pick one that I loved and shared it with people. And then we would all get together and talk about it. And, um, and it was great. The problem was that It was super time consuming for me because I would be very um, concerned about making sure that I was recommending a book that I really, really loved. And I don't love every single book. So I'd be reading like five books a month to try to pick one. And it was really kind of ruining the joy of reading for me, even though I really liked the event and I liked spending time with people. But the prep work was just so much for me. So we tabled the book club um, pre-pandemic. And then Kelly Hansen, who's our longtime reporter on Twin Cities Live, she and I, she loves to read. She reads at like rapid pace too. I mean, her kids are a little older than mine. So she's like really cranking through books. Um, But we were like, we should do a book club again and we should do it together. So we came up with this concept that we're going to be reading six books a year together. And we'll do a virtual meetup. And uh, the first one is gonna happen on November 8th. And we'll be doing it on the Twin Cities Live Facebook page. And so people will be able to just click in and be part of the conversation. And we're picking a book. We're gonna alternate, but we're picking books that we haven't read. So we will all be reading it together. Oh, that's it's a good. Book hub, yeah, where it's not oh, like Kelly's good. recommending this book to me. She's picked it. So she was tasked with picking the first book and she chose the Connellys of County Down. Uh, it's by Tracy Lang. She's a New York Times bestselling author. She also wrote We Are the Brennans. And um, Oh, yeah, yeah. This... I remember that book. Yeah. And so this one is about um, a character named Tara Connolly. She's released from prison after serving 18 months on a drug charge. She has to rebuild her life. She has no money. She returns home to live with her siblings, and everybody has their own problems. So oh, it's right. like this real kind of family drama. And so I'm really looking forward to it. So I've been holding it because I'm like, I want to read it close enough to when we're having the meeting, but we're giving people two months to read the book. Once we announce the book, you get two months and then we meet up and we just get to have a fun conversation and we'll see what we think about it. So that's great. I think, yeah, I think it'll be great. And um, again, it's called the Con- Connollys of County Down. So that is going to be, uh, I'll be reading it, gosh, probably within the next couple, couple weeks, I'll be picking it up. I'm excited. So I could join your book club. Yeah, we would love to have you. Be great. That would be kind of fun. That would be kind of fun. Um, fun.
1: Well, what I'm listening to, this is way more fun. This is way more fun. I'm listening to Miley's new album. Came out in March. Endless Summer Vacation. Yeah. And Flowers, which was the first release, that was the first single that she released, I loved From the Get-Go. Do you love that song? Yeah, I do. So if you download the whole album she includes the demo track of flowers oh that's fun which is just her with the organ accompaniment and it's just but it's really great and then there's about three or four other songs that I really really like so that's what I'm listening to lately I'm listening to a lot of her and then of course I'm still listening to David Sedaris that just never ends
0: Remember when right. Wrecking Ball came out and we were oh. doing the radio sh- show together and we would do our playlist? Yes. And do you remember how, it's always funny to look back at these things, how shocking it was that she was naked on that Wrecking Ball and just right. hanging on it and swinging <laughs> around. And it was like, who is this young ben? child bride? Yeah. <laughs> like, What is going on here? Was she naked or was she in underwear? I think she might have been naked. I think but she might have If you been Google too. Miley Cyrus naked, I don't know what's gonna happen. So you yeah, I'm not doing that. Check yourself before that. you wreck yourself on that one. <laughs> Holy
1: moly. Okay. I think she might have um, been though. Actually, I think you're right. I think so many other people have done parodies of it and everybody else wears clothes, but I think you're right. She might have been naked. But yeah. just a just a really other quick heads up and I'm gonna put the link. I wasn't going to talk about this, but real quickly, I'm gonna put the link up. For a song that Miley Cyrus sang with Adam Sandler on Jimmy Fallon's show on The Tonight Show after the shootings in Las Vegas. Oh boy. I know it's, it's really heavy. The song is one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. I I did a deep dive on Miley one night, and it was like, oh my God. Like when you really get away from like the pop Miley, yeah. she's like, she's an she really is a a, an amazing artist. And this song sort of reflects it. so I'll, I'll I'll put that link in the show notes too, so people can listen to that
0: all right. very good. ok. before we go, what I'm listening to is a podcast because I like podcasts. I like making a podcast. I like listening to podcasts. <laughs> and you know, I especially love like these biohackery health and wellness podcasts, yes. which some people in my life, <clears throat> Steve Patterson, would tell me that I need to slow down on how much of this I'm consuming <laughs> <laughs> on a regular basis. Multiple times, Steve has said to me about himself, he said, I need to be the one curating what you're listening to, because this (laughs) is getting to be too much. That's awesome. Um, And then the thing is that my current co-host on the show, Ben Lieber, is just as much of a psychopath like me. So. Oh. he enables me and it's great. Oh, you guys <laughs> I, share like, love things. It. Oh my gosh. It's like, what have you been listening to? What have you been doing? What did you order? What's showed up at your house? What are you taking? What are you oh, eating? That's great. Are you it's very, oh, that's great. Very funny. And then our respective spouses have equal amounts of like curiosity and disdain for all right. these things that we right. talk about. So it's very, it's very fun but um i am uh really into luke stories podcast lately and his uh podcast is called the life Stylist. so he's kind of interesting because he was a stylist um in la and he had a very very troubled upbringing uh which led him to a life of addiction that he says it's a miracle that he survived mm. um and then really came out of that and over the last 20 years he is just very much focused on, uh, wellness and health and, um, all sorts of ways that we can feel our best. And, you know, and then talking a lot about the things that I'm really interested in, which is that you're sort of like a salmon swimming upstream in the United States in particular, if you want to live this kind of life, because every marketing message, every default here is set up to be ultra processed, move quickly, go, 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 um, let's be as detached from nature as possible. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so Luke's message, I think is really interesting. What I like about him is I, I like some of these biohackery people that I listen to. Um, I have a difficult time because there's a lot of ego, there can be a lot of ego that gets involved with these types of people because they just always want to tell you their way that they're doing it right. And all of that Luke is very curious and always learning Mm. and listening. And so even though I think he does lean a little bit like compulsive, like I'm going to take 40 supplements a day, you know, it can get a little bit excessive in that realm. And if you're, if you have a daily life, like a job and children, it's difficult to fit (laughs) in like 45 health modalities before (laughs) 9am, you know, like, hi, I mean, if you're, if your life is doing a biohacker podcast and you don't have children, you have a right. lot more time and disposable income to dedicate to all of this, you know? Right. So I have to sort of ride that line with this kind of content, but I, his, I like his style of conversations with people. He has some very, very interesting people on the podcast and I just am enjoying him. So that sounds great.
1: My one thing I do a day is I walk and that's yeah. the only, what did you call it? A health modality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like lately, that's the only one I've been fitting in. I there's no way I could get 45 others in.
0: I know. He's the one that did the um episode with that Veda with the water that I was telling you about. Did I tell you about that on the podcast or was that off the podcast? I can't remember.
1: That was on the podcast.
0: Yeah. And that's a good good
1: reminder because I I actually was fascinated by that. I want to go back and listen to both of
0: these. Is it the same? Um yeah, it's yep, it's just him in general. I've just been listening to more and more episodes. Oh great. So
1: Great. Um, no, that's that, good, that particular episode reminder.
0: was the one that I recommended. And then now I'm recommending the podcast as a whole. See, sometimes I can't remember what I, um, what I told you on the air or off the air, but here we are.
1: But it's also
0: a good reminder. Cause I actually, if I think that was last, was that last month's
1: watch, watch, read, listen?
0: Yeah, it might've been. I mean, yeah. Still in the so zone. that's a
1: great reminder. So, you know, there's lots of stuff, lots of stuff.
0: I'm in the zone. Get after it. All right. Good watch, read, listen. Solid October showing. And we look forward to chatting with you next week. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a little review at Apple Podcasts. Find
1: us on Facebook and Instagram at Best of the Nest. We are the podcast that brings you home.